the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. God wants you filled with dynamic power. He wants the life, the power of the Holy Spirit moving through your body in a dynamic way. God is giving life. He's renewing the presence of the Holy Spirit in the church right now. And so many are longing for the power to overcome the circumstance that they're facing right now. And so there is a dynamic power within the believer It's the power of the Holy Spirit. But what we're discovering in the church right now is it's not enough just to give our lives over to Christ. We've thought that for a long time. You know, I've given my life to Christ and now, you know, I'm a new creature and I'm going to just walk into heaven. But that's not enough. No, no, that is absolutely not enough. God wants his dynamic power moving through you and your life. So you're not just talking about having the victory that you see power of the Holy Spirit active and alive and you see and experience the victory even before it manifests. The power of Almighty God must move through us. When it does, we see the miracles and the signs and wonders that are always meant to follow the church. Your triumphant victory is at your doorstep. Today, enter into a new dimension of absolute grace and the power of Almighty God. Today, our focus is you reaching a new place in Christ. We're talking about God's dynamic power. Today, it is the Holy Spirit and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. That's the word of the Lord. There is a level of perfection in Christ that God desires that we obtain. And in this place, we are spiritually mature. The word Lord says, be you perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. And we know that true translation is be ye mature as your father in heaven is mature. Our prayers are fervent and they prevail. We prevail in prayer as we are in right standing with God and prayer moves and we're directed by the Holy Spirit. Then strongholds are destroyed and strategic plans of the enemy are defeated. And the discouragement that you once had will fall away. 
because you're conquered completely and totally by the Holy Spirit. Go on and say, I shall not be moved. It's a time for a spiritual promotion for you today. Don't allow the enemy to cast a shadow on your circumstance, cast a shadow in your life, preventing you from seeing what God is doing for you. It isn't going to happen just because we gave our life over to Christ. There's something that we have to do for the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit to flow through us. He will give you insight and discernment, lighting the way for you to see what is coming. It's called revelation and discernment. Today, in reaching a new place in Christ, I want to tell you how to have an intimate relationship that leads you to a new dimension, an intimate relationship with Christ, where the power of the Holy Spirit is released through you. Let's begin. I'm going to give you four steps today, a path that will take you to a new dimension. First of all, the Holy Spirit is the solution to all that we want in the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit unites us with Christ and teaches us when we give our lives to Christ, we are giving our vessel and he hides in this vessel, this earthly vessel, hidden treasure. He gives us the Holy Spirit at our very best, our fullness of degrees and all kinds of amazing skills. We can do nothing for God without his spirit. No matter what degree we have, no matter how many skills we have, we can do nothing for God truly without his spirit. If we're praying and we aren't getting results and the results aren't consistent, then it's time to seek a relationship with Christ on a new level. Maybe you've been trained in the Word of God, but when it comes to communication, truly knowing that relationship and walking in communion power with God, you find that you're lacking. Or when turmoil arises and turmoil is all around you, the power that you need just isn't there. The Holy Spirit has a way of imparting His power from on high. And so maybe you say, Valerie, I have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in me, but that's not enough for the Holy Spirit to just be in us. The power of God must manifest through us. Every day as a child of God, the Holy Spirit will continue day by day to renew us, to strengthen us, pouring the power of God into us. Brother Paul said this at the beginning in the spirit. Are you not trying to attain your goal by human effort? That's what he said to the church in Galatians. Are you trying to do something by your human self, by flesh and blood? God never intended for us to try to do anything on our own. Brother Paul knew they could not attain what they were trying to do if they counted on them own selves. Brothers and sisters, we have to stop the struggling, the struggle that's going on between the spirit and the flesh and overcome the flesh by the power of the Holy Spirit and rely on God, rely on his power. And then the struggle will cease. Jesus returned to the disciples and sent the promise of the Holy Spirit. He didn't allow them to take the message that he had taught them for over three years. For three years, he taught this message But he didn't allow them to go out preaching and teaching until he came back to them after his resurrection. He said, don't leave the city. I'm sending you to the city, but don't you leave. Don't run off and run down the road preaching. 
I have to be alive in you is what he wanted them to know because you won't be able to produce anything on your own. Just go to the city of Jerusalem and wait there. Stay there until you're endued with power from on high. We have to do the same thing. We have to be endued with power. They had knowledge. Three years time spent with Christ. They had seen miracles performed in his name. But now he would no longer be there physically in the realm. Jesus had the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. He could meet every challenge, level the mountains, raise the dead, heal the sick, power from on high. He had the Holy Spirit. Then Jesus, full of the Spirit, returned from the Jordan. Isaiah 11, 2 to 4 says this, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might and knowledge and the fear of the Lord. What spirit was resting upon him? The Holy Spirit. Jesus did all the works under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Whatever you do, do it from the Lord. I said from the Lord. The power must come from the Lord. What am I saying? Do nothing without the Holy Spirit. And my second point today, all that you do in working for the Lord, especially in leadership roles, and we're all in a leadership role of some type, seek the Lord, seek his guidance, request of him, his Holy Spirit, pray and he will anoint your message that you have to speak. He'll anoint the work that you do, your event that you're doing. When you speak, the people will experience the power of Almighty God. They will experience his presence. The Holy Spirit will be there active if we request, if we pray. Oh, there'll be a mighty working of the Holy Spirit. And third, my third point today, do we live for Christ dying to ourselves? As we do, the love of God will overtake us as we request for the Holy Spirit to fill us with his presence and believing he will. He will begin to pour out his spirit. He'll renew our minds and the spirit that lives in us will be ablaze. It'll be constantly kindled as we grow by the Holy Spirit. Answered prayer will prove the power from on high is operating from within you. You will begin to depend on his presence and his guidance. We will find ourselves obedient to his spirit, keeping the commandments of the Lord. The flow of the Holy Spirit will be constant. And we must seek that persistently throughout our walk on this earth. Jesus, while on earth, found himself constantly in prayer. We will not find ourselves used mightily by God unless we are constantly seeking the Holy Spirit. As you pour out, the Holy Spirit will pour in to you. I have not seen a more powerful time than the time that I spend alone with God. When is the last time that you prayed all night long? When is the last time that you set up late with the word of God or spent the whole day in the presence of God being empowered by his Holy Spirit? That's how we are set ablaze by his spirit and spending time and fasting and praying and spending time on our face before the Lord. As you grow in his presence, the time alone, he will give you, he feeds us spiritual food. It will nourish, it will renew, and we will walk in communion with the Lord. We must have the mind 
of Christ Jesus. Jesus loved the people and how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good. Acts 10 38. So we see Jesus going back to God in prayer and coming back to the people. Going back to God in prayer and coming back to the people. Going back to God in prayer and coming back to the people. As we pour out, the Lord must pour into us. If we don't continuously go back to drink of the living water, we'll find ourselves withering. We'll find the power is withering away. Let's have the same mind operating through us, not just the doing certain acts and think that we're working in the church and doing those things, but we find ourselves powerless. Then Satan will cast a shadow, he'll cast doubt over us. And, but I'm here today to tell you that God is clearing the clouds in your life. He wants a closer relationship with you. And I know you're wondering, well, Valerie, how do you know that? How do you know that that's true? Because you're listening to this message. That's how I know that it's true. God is building up his people, giving, he's pouring out of the life of Christ. He's pouring wisdom and understanding, but there's an outpouring of the Holy Spirit that's taking place in this realm right now. And we have to walk in the spirit and become spiritually mature. I'll give you an example of growing in my fourth point. A mature Christian walking in communion with God knows full well that the presence of the Holy Spirit, that he moves in great power when there is peace. So peace becomes their rule. So as much as possible, live in peace with all men. Romans 12 and 18. The Holy Spirit anoints with peace And he's given us a promise. He said that blessed is the peacemakers with the promise that the Lord has given us. What does that mean? The peacemaker will walk in great power to walk in communion with God. We can't slander. We can't gossip. We can't have evil conversations even going on in our head. We have to live in a state of peace, a state of peace with God and man. If we don't, it will seem as though the Holy Spirit has almost completely left us. We can pray up a storm and come out of prayer and delete what we have prayed by our negative words against one another against situations, against people. We have to have the mind of Christ Jesus. Ephesians 4, 30, it says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption, that all bitterness and wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you. With all malice, it will grieve the Holy Spirit. You will find ourselves just the spirit of the Lord being drained by the negativity, by the evil words, by the gossiping, by the murmuring and complaining. It's not music in the ears of God. It's not sweet music to him. That's for sure. And Philippians 5, 2 says, and walk in love as Christ has also loved us and has given himself as an offering and a sacrifice to God as a sweet smelling savor. Oh, God is raising up a people that are filled with his spirit. Walking in the dynamic power of God is not difficult at all. As we have the indwelling as children of God, we have the indwelling of his spirit. And when we do, we see mighty results in prayer. 
We are sealed until the day of redemption because of his great love. Philippians 4, 8. And I want to bring that scripture to you. And then I want to bring a special guest that's come to you to tell you their experience in prayer. I'm in Philippians, the fourth chapter, the eighth verse. Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things, meditate on these things, speak about these things is what he is telling us. And the Holy Spirit that dwells in you will be pleased. And the Holy Spirit will be continue to pour God's dynamic power through you. Praise God. We have a special guest today. Joan's here in the studio with me. I feel so blessed for Joan to be beside me. She's not always beside me. And we have a special guest, don't we, Joan? Yes, we do. Um, One of her prayer partners, all the way from Alaska, she's calling in. Her name is Jane. Welcome, Jane. Hey, praises, praises. Thank you. It's so good to have you with us today. And Jane's had an experience. Jane came to the prayer group, Prayers Heard in Heaven. She was brought to the prayer group, told about the prayer group by her sister-in-law, Diana, who you heard on the radio previously. And Jane's going to tell us a story about someone that she brought to us to pray for. His name is Roman. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Jane's going to tell us about Roman. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I've had several prayer requests that have been answered, but this one is near and dear to my heart. Uh, My 21-year-old nephew, Roman, by the time he was 20, he overdosed at least six times. Mm. He was involved with criminal activity in and out of jail, and he put his own family, my sister and her family, in danger when people would show up with guns looking for him. The stories I could tell about this young man's life is uh, pretty horrific. His last overdose was this past December, and Mm -hmm. um, he was actually at home. He had taken drugs that were laced with fentanyl. He was on the phone with a friend. When he overdosed, his parents knew he was downstairs in his room, and that's about it. And the friend called 911. The paramedics came out. Uh, much to the surprise of my sister and her family, they went to his room where he was uh, unconscious. He was already turning white. They picked him up. His mother, of course, was hysterical, and her words were, I knew he was dead this time. And so we had begun praying for Roman before for his salvation, because uh, he's been a troubled young man for many years. Back to the story, they actually revived him on the way to the hospital where he uh, remained for about a week. And during that time, prayers heard in heaven began in earnest lifting him up, praying that he would seek help and prayers of salvation. By mid-January of that year, this year, he begged his mother to help him with rehabilitation. And um, this would have been his third 
rehabilitation, but I think he knew where he was in his life. And um, so, again, prayers are in heaven, prayed up for his rehabilitation. And during this time, his attorney was also working with the court system because um, he had pending charges at the time that he had his seventh overdose. And it was also during the time we're in the middle of COVID. And so the courts are backed up. They're not hearing cases. They're not answering phones. Mm -hmm. But during this week, as we prayed for cooperation of the court and that he would stay out of trouble and sober while waiting for rehab, by the end of January, uh, he'd been in accepted into a rehabilitation center out of state. The court agreed to allow him out of state with an ankle monitor, took again prayers to prayers heard in heaven to pray him on a plane because he didn't fly. Mm -hmm. We prayed him on that plane. He lost his ticket. He missed a flight. We prayed him back on that plane, (laughs) and he made it to his rehab out of state. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And this is a young man with a long criminal history and two rehabs under his belt. So he wasn't a real good prospect for the courts to allow him out of state. So it it was miraculous. It was Mm. miraculous to his family and certainly to myself. Well, he remained there for six months. And another thing I need to add is his father's insurance allowed him uh, the extent of rehabilitation that he needed in order order to come home sober, which was a blessing. Mm. And as of today, he's 176 days clean of drugs. <laughs> Praise, Praise God. the Lord. Oh, amen. Only God. Only God. Amen. Only amen. God. And the courts have given him time served through his rehabilitation, and he won't serve jail time. He was up for at least two years in jail. He's focused on his future. And he acknowledges that he could not have done this without the gift of God and Mm. the prayers, the intercessory prayers. I send him spiritual readings every day. We talk about his life and what it can be and what it will be. And he knows that the group Prayers Her in Heaven continues to pray for his safety and his sobriety. And it's a miracle, and I praise God, and I thank Prayers Her in Heaven every day. Dang, that is just, I mean, every time I hear it, I'm just crying, you know, I'm just like, oh, Lord, (laughs) God is so good. He answers prayer and he's faithful. He's faithful. He just answers our prayers, and we're just, we're over here crying in the studio. We we need to roll up our pants legs here. (laughs) We're we're overtaken by it. Wow, Jane, that is such a beautiful, such a beautiful story. It's just wonderful what God's done for Roman, and we do, we continue to pray for him. We thank God for you, Jane, coming to prayers, hurting heaven, being part of the family. You've been an absolute joy to have you with us, and We just thank God for everything that he's done for Roman. And we just, oh, what an answer, answer prayer. So what is Roman saying right now? He is currently with his family. (laughs) He does uh, Zoom counseling sessions with his group. I've encouraged him to um, reach out to local groups. And he's got an anxiety disorder, so he feels very comfortable with his group on Zoom from his rehabilitation center. And he is working towards 
you know, becoming localized and, and uh, getting back. I asked him, I said, Roman, do you have the same friends? And he said, absolutely not. Mm. I had to give those <laughs> up six months ago. And he's 21 years old. Oh. I mean, you know, it is just, I have goosebumps when I think about it. Mm. I call them God winks because God is so good. And that he is talking to us. He is talking to Roman each and oh. every day. Jane, that is so beautiful. That is so Wonderful. He has a new life. He has a new life. God's given him a new name. Well, we just thank God for what he is doing for Roman. We'll continue to lift him up and pray for him and complete healing, all the anxiety. We want all that gone, too, because he certainly has a new life. Thank you so much, Jane. We're calling all the way in from Alaska and being with us here today in Houston. We certainly appreciate you. God bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.